When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. In this town, there is no off-season. The news never stops and neither do we. It's always game day in Cleveland with Andy Baskin and Daryl Ryder. It is always game day in Cleveland. I'm Andy Baskin, and he is Daryl Ryder. Daryl, tell us about our friends from Bet UL. Mobile sports betting finally legal in the state of Ohio. Andy, in case you haven't heard, it's been that way since January. BetQL is here to help you make the most informed bets possible. You can see all of today's best bets by heading to BetQL.com or by downloading the BetQL app where you can claim your free three-day trial today. Head to BetQL.com slash news slash 92.3 The Fan for those exclusive sportsbook offers. All right, Daryl, when we last, last left you in the last segment of the show, that we were talking about Deshaun Watson, what he said about his play at Greenbrier, but it also goes into a much bigger thing. The Browns will go as far as Deshaun Watson can take them this year. I don't think there's any question on that. Yeah, what do you think? and I would agree with that. And, and what he was getting at is, is while we're overanalyzing every pass and completion, incompletion, interception, touchdown, whatever, that they're working stuff in practice. You know, they're working on third down. So guess what? He's going to make throws during those drills that maybe during a game he normally is not going to make because they are messing around a little bit, trying to figure out what works, what doesn't work. So uh, to sit there and criticize the end result of practice uh, doesn't exactly uh, on the fairness meter tip the the scales in in a positive direction because uh, we don't know what they're working on. So his message about not being so process or I should say results oriented in your evaluations of what takes place in practice just, you know, really doesn't fit. As far as this team goes, you're right. They named him a captain since we've last uh, spoken. Uh, Deshaun Watson is a captain. Uh, Not a surprise. Um, You know, I think it's a separate discussion as to whether or not he even should be a captain based on everything uh, he has been through. But the bottom line is he's the quarterback of the team. Quarterbacks are usually captains. Um, for this franchise to get where it wants to go and that's to the Super Bowl and hopefully winning the damn thing. uh, He, he has to lead, right? He has to lead on that side of the ball. So naming him one of the five team captains and the other thing too is voted on by his teammates. His teammates voted him a captain and his teammates care about one thing and one thing only. And that is what is happening within the locker room and within those white lines. Um, So, you know, Deshaun, and Joel Batonio represent the offense. Uh, your defensive captains are Anthony Walker and Miles Garrett. And then your special teams captain is uh, Charlie Hewlett. So two, the Charlie, two longest, yeah. 
the two longest tenured Cleveland Browns on this roster, Joel Batonio and Charlie Hewlett, if my memory serves me correctly, both came into the league in 2014. They both are, uh, you know, among the five team captains. So, yeah, this team is going to go as far as number four is able to carry them. All right, just a uh, uh, update to you in case you're worried about my health because I think I've coughed a couple times. While everyone enjoyed great weather this weekend, I was absolutely miserable. This has probably been one of the worst allergy weekends I've had in like 10 years. And uh, like so much so that we it forced us to cancel our plans last night. That's how sick I was last night. So I'm okay, and I've taken COVID tests left and right too. So not COVID, as my wife made sure that I tested and then tested again. So just to give you an update on that too. And, Daryl, before we get back into the Browns here for a second, are you at a uh, uh, incarceration facility, or where are you today? <laughs> I am uh, I am in an undisclosed location in Northeast Ooh, Ohio. Really? And, uh, by the way, while you were sick, is this a bad time for me to mention that I spent my weekend at the air show? Uh, no, go ahead. Tell everyone. <laughs> because you got high school football stories coming from me, so go ahead. Oh, is, oh, is that what's going on? You got the high no. school football ready to go? No, I got uh, the yeah, high school so... football itch. So, But keep going. How was the air uh, show? It was fantastic. Got to watch the fabulous Thunderbirds. Found out I needed, needed a new camera, so I like I I, I posted a bunch of really really uh, great uh, set of pictures on my Instagram. The problem is I had to crop them all because I'm gonna need a new camera. So Ooh. we really need this podcast to do very very well here in the coming weeks, so that I can afford to get a new camera, so I can continue taking some some pretty sweet pictures. I already got my eye on the, on the new purchase and it includes upgraded lenses too. So, um, but yeah, it it was a lot of fun. Um, uh, The uh, yeah, it, it, you know, pretty good size crowd. And uh, yeah, I'm all about the, 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 I, I, one of the pictures I got the, I captured the top gun scene. Remember the inverted scene in top gun where the right flying on top of the MIG, right? So I, uh, I got a shot of the Thunderbirds doing that very maneuver. And so uh, what I did is I, uh, I, I went uh, uh, INDB or whatever, and I pulled up the script Quote. from that yeah. part of the movie, and I just attached the dialogue to the picture. <laughs> what were you doing up there? Communicating. You know, yes. giving him the bird. Oh, the finger. Yes, we know the finger, Goose. <laughs> I thought it was saying you're number one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Same deal. But yeah, yeah, it was really cool. They did the Thunderbirds were uh, fantastic. The best part though is when they when uh, they would fly low, and not only do you get the incredible sound. By the way, do me a favor. I I did see this. If you're taking your kids to an air show, ha- have your protections for them, please. Please. So like, I don't know if you I, caught this at the Guardians game last night. There was a baby in the first row. Now with the Nets, it's a lot better than it was. Right. But man, if you've got a baby, like a little one, I mean, like less than a year old, and you're like holding him up and doing the whole puppet thing yeah. with the kids, you better be careful because the net does bend a little bit. And if you're going to fall, I just, ball, I mean, I, I've seen too many people get hit. So, wait, I got to tell you a Thunderbird story really quick here. So, when I was young, my parents took me to their show, loved it, used to love going, whether it was the Blue Angels or the Thunderbirds. So, the first time I thought I was going to see the Thunderbirds, I thought I was going to watch the Thunderbirds that were like the Marionettes. Remember those? <laughs> <laughs> that's fantastic where are they where are they where are the other thunderbirds like what what's this all about this is the ultimate andy baskin and then the south park time. guys came through and made the movie where they they did it with the marionettes 
And I got to tell you, that was that was one funny movie. That, I believe that was uh, uh, Team America World Police. That is correct. That is correct. Well done. You are yeah, a yeah. movie yeah. aficionado. Yeah. All right, let's uh, let's get back to football here. We talked about the defense. Let's talk about the offense now. How how confident are you in this offense as we head into Week One? And we'll see Deshaun Watson right out of the gate. You don't have to wait till six games left in the season. We saw him in preseason. We saw what some of the faults are. We know what's yeah. out there. Why will Deshaun Watson be better? in the opening game against Cincinnati than he's been his entire Browns career on the field? Because they rewrote half the playbook for him to fit his skill set, number one. Uh, number two, uh, they he's had the entire offseason to work that playbook. He, uh, multiple trips with his teammates during off uh, times, vacation times during the offseason program. Remember, they went to Puerto Rico. They went to Miami. I think they went to a third location, too. Um it might might have been actually in, in, in Texas. Um, so he has been able to really work all of that, Andy. And I and I, I feel like uh, remember going back to early in OTAs where I was like, hey, the chemistry with these new receivers eh, don't look that good. Well, by the time they got to veteran minicamp in mid-June, night and day difference as far as progress goes, right? And then why? Again, it, Why, there? I, I just think it was it was just you know just part of the the process of getting those reps in. He's he's gotten the reps in right. Nothing hanging over his shoulder, uh, over his head. Knew he was going to start week one. Uh, so not having to split reps with a another quarterback, right? Didn't have to prep somebody else uh, to get in there. So I just think that that process alone of him getting all of those reps and all of that work with his teammates has positioned him in a fashion to where he can hit the ground running. Now he himself has said that it is his expectation that he starts the season off hot. And quite frankly, looking at the schedule where you have all three AFC North opponents within the first five weeks. And by the way, of their first five games, four of them are at home. That means the rest of the way, they're only going to play like four home games. Think about that for a second. They're going to have to be road warriors down the stretch. Um, so I, I think that his expectation is that he is going to be able to really hit the ground running this year and get this offense to a hot start. Uh, and, you know, hopefully it starts Sunday against the Cincinnati Bengals because we know who awaits in week two. It's the Pittsburgh Steelers on Monday Night Football. <laughs> All right, excuse me. When we return, I do want to talk about the Cincinnati Bengals. I want to talk about Joe Burrow. I want to talk about what this team will face the first few weeks of the season and why you should have confidence in your Cleveland Browns. Plus, J.C. Treader made an appearance in Berea. We'll talk about the former Browns offensive line, lineman who uh, does a great job running the union. So we'll talk about that when we return to It's Always Game Day in Cleveland. 